In the name of Jesus, amen. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, I don't know why, but we sort of really love the idea that God would want to test our faithfulness. Like tonight, Peter doesn't hear this you will deny me three times thing as a sad statement of reality. It's not a warning that he's going to need some help soon. Peter sees it as a challenge. It's a test. Peter, never do that. He responds, nuh-uh. If I must die with you, I will never deny you. Everyone else, they might fall away, but I, I won't. I will prove to you that I'm better than them. I will prove to you that I deserve your blessing. Time out. Like, first of all, he's God. He, he, would, he would know, right? Like, the God who doesn't already know how you're going to respond to the test isn't a very impressive God. The God that you actually need to prove anything to is the God who can't see, who doesn't know. And so, not God? But, well, rather than learn from Peter or, you know, basic common sense, for some reason we have the same desire. We say, I mean, if I were back then, I would have never denied our Lord. Sort of like the argument you win later in the shower. They don't actually change anything, but you're sure after the fact that all of reality would have totally gone that way, if only. See, we take our surroundings and we imagine ways that we can prove to be steadfast, that we can be heroes of the faith. And so when it comes to all of this, the reason that I'm on a computer and you're not here with me, the coronavirus, we see it as a challenge to our faithfulness. We have to somehow prove that we are the ones who will endure without doubt. We are the ones who will endure without catching it. We are the ones who will be heroes of the faith that our Lord would somehow find uh, our faithfulness in the middle of all this and want to reward us. Is this some sort of test? Like, honestly, again, do you think that God just somehow needs to know that you're good enough? Like, again, God, he would know. But second, he does give us these tests all the time. He gives us 10 very important ones, 10 commandments, and says, don't do these things, and well, you do them. You fail God's tests all the time. You sin. You can measure it. I mean, look to the 10 commandments. Actually study them. How are you really doing if you want this to be on you, if you want to somehow prove that you are a hero of the faith based on your accomplishments and your steadfastness and your willpower alone? You can measure just how awful all of us are doing. Hear the sad statement of reality from our Lord. Before all this is over, you will make idols out of toilet paper. Like, literally toilet paper. Before all of this is over, you will be afraid. You will doubt. You'll despair. This is a warning. You're going to need some help in the middle of this thing. But for some reason, we insist that it's some kind of challenge and respond with Peter's own, nuh -uh. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, why do you want this thing to be on you? This is on Jesus, our Lord, who bore that cross for Peter, who would deny him. And he bore that cross for you even though you were afraid. 
Like, understand the reality of this situation. Peter denied our Lord three times before the rooster crowed, and yet not a single time could it pull our Lord back from that cross. Not a single time could it undo the mercy which our God was in the middle of working for Peter and for all of the world, for me, for you, for all who suffer this day under despair and doubt and worry and idolatry of toilet paper. Our Lord bore the cross for us sinners, and here we find something wonderful, that even when we fail God's test, even when we sin, even in the middle of all of everything that goes wrong, God's will is still done. He bore the cross that night for Peter to forgive Peter his sins, to grant to him the help that he knew that he was going to need, the hope that he would endure based on more than his ability to build or earn or be. He built it for you as well, that in the face of all of the fears and doubts and worries and struggles of today, you'd have a God who has not forsaken you, who has not forgotten you, You have a God who promises mercy to you every day and forgiveness of sins. Look to the cross. Take a deep breath. See Jesus there for you. And then know who you are because he has done this. Not based on what you've earned, but based on what he's given. You were baptized. This is your identity. Washed clean in the blood of the lamb. You were baptized. This is who you are, a hero of the faith. Because God gave you faith. And that's enough. God gave you faith and that's enough to forgive you your sins, to cleanse you of your shortcomings, to wash away all that is evil that we would rather not be known by and instead give us a new identity. The saints, the holy ones, the forgiven ones in Christ. This is how we remember Peter. He denied our Lord three times and so our Lord forgave him all three. We remember Peter not according to his sin or his big mouth, but according to his Lord. Nobody's built anything in remembrance of who Peter was because he was so great. All of it stands because we recognize what Peter believed in and we cling to the same. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, take a big look at that cross and just breathe. Your Lord is merciful to you. In the name of Jesus, amen. And now may the peace of God which surpasses all understanding keep your hearts and your minds unto life everlasting. Amen.